Father, we submit ourselves to you and to your will. What a privilege we have to share your word every day. What an honor it is to come before you and to submit ourselves to you and to your infallible word. I'm asking that you be gracious to us and speak to every heart and minister to us. I pray that your word will be relevant and applicable to us. Show us mercy. Be kind to us and lead us to the place where we ought to be. I pray for everyone listening everyone who is connected to us today may your word rule and reign in our lives and may your word affect every soul we bless and we honor you this morning in jesus name and everybody said amen amen hallelujah amen wow what a blessing it is um time is fast running because at 12 o'clock first love flow service will be on and I, I'm going to encourage all of us, wherever you are in the world, you cannot miss um, this flow services that comes up every Sunday from 12 o'clock. A very relaxing and wonderful time that we're going to be. So I'm, I'm also waiting to also enjoy the service. But today, this, after, this morning, I'm going to share with you from the book, Can't You Do Just a Little Bit More? Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. Can't you do just a little bit more? That's all the question. It's a, a book with a question. You know, many, 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 many books are just statements and so on. But this one's asking you something. Hallelujah. Amen. Can't you do just a little, a little bit more? You know, they say, the, they say the biggest room in every office is a room of, for more improvement. Every day, there's room for improvement. There's room for improvement. There's room. That room is the biggest room in every office. So anything you are doing, there's room for improvement. Friends, do you understand what I'm saying? There's room for improvement. <laughs> Never say that it's perfect. 
there's room for improvement. Amen. Amen. So everything that you are involved in, you can do a little bit more. If you give yourself to it, that's what it is. If you dedicate yourself and think through it and say, how can I better my preaching? How can I better my service to God? How can I better my singing? How can I better my playing of the instruments? Amen. What, what can I do to go a little further? Can I have an amen? I was very happy when, when Ivan came and said, Bishop, I believe I want to be a pastor. I said, you can do a little bit more. You know, he realized that he's been playing instruments for many years. But why should he settle there and say, I'm an instrumentalist for life? I can also preach. I can pastor people. I can look at, I want to go a little bit further. Don't settle at where you are. You can do a little bit more. Amen. Uh, are you Patrick? I understand what I'm saying. And uh, uh, John Doe, are you understand what I'm saying? And, and uh, Stephen, I understand what I'm saying. Don't answer. I'm, that's why I want to be a technical man for life. No. Technical for life. A time comes when you ought to be teachers. Bible says you ought to be. You ought to go further and go higher. I see you going higher in Jesus' name. All of you listening to me, wherever you are, I'm preaching to you right there. Don't settle for for mediocrity. Don't settle for oh this what it is, and I'll take it. Like, I'll take it like that, and so on. I mean, the road to my house. It was done a few about less than a year ago. Today, the portals on the road. I said, my Jesus, I want the phone number of the contractor. I wonder, I mean, I, I, you, you won't believe it. And we'll take it, like, I mean, like, what is this? When they did the road, they said they, they put primer, just like a car. Because when I saw the coat, the towel coat on the road, I said, this is too last. They told me that it's just like a sprain of a car. When they, they put a primer on it, then the real one will come. So this is the primer one, primary coating. So I'm waiting for up to one year, we're waiting for the main thing. And the potholes. I mean, you can't believe that. I mean, this, this is a work that has been done. And I've been uh, rectified and uh, engineers have come and uh, rectified it. And I don't know where the contract has been paid. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but your thoughts is begging me to preach the Bible, preach the word and stuff. But I'm, I'm telling you, I tell you, I'm waiting for the road to the Kadesh. Look. If you have never gone on, if you come to Ghana, if you are abroad, you come to Ghana and you don't drive on the Kadesh Road, you have not, you have not done any tourism in Ghana. You say you're a tourist. You're a tourist. Come and drive on the Kadesh. There's no road in the whole of Ghana. Like I, I'll give you 100 cities. No, i make you 500. You find a road worse than the Kadesh Road, I'll give you 500 cities. Hey, the broadcasting road. That's what they call it, broadcasting road. I'll give you five. No, I'll make it thousand. So you can find a road that is worse than the broadcasting road to the I'll give you a thousand cities. I'm telling you, and we have government, we have MPs, we have, I mean, uh, all sorts of people. Very soon they'll be <laughs> very soon they'll be asking and campaigning for, for our votes. But we are here. Anyway, let's get to what we are talking about. Can't you do just, <laughs> just a, little a little bit more? Government, can't you do just a little, just a little bit more? It's a year of roads we had. But maybe COVID has come to uh, affect this. Anyway, so we've talked about several people. We've talked about um, Enoch. We've talked about um, Noah. All of them. All these great things in the Bible. If you read, take your time. I want you to take your time and read Hebrews chapter 11. It's a chapter of faith. That talks about the heroes of faith. 
we talked about it talks about um, Abel, it talked about Enoch, it talks about David, it talks about all these people that we read about. Now they did not, if you like, they did not go to the moon. They just just they did just a little bit more. Just a little bit. That's all they did. Am I talking to anybody here? You read the whole chapter, you see one sentence about Abraham, one sentence about David, one sentence about Sarah. By faith, Sarah believed God. By faith, this happened. By faith, Enoch uh, uh, trusted God, walked with God. By faith, just a little bit they did. God, God honored them. God honored them. What can you also do? God's looking to honor some people this morning. Somebody hearing me, God wants to honor you. God's not expecting you to, 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 as it were, sell your house. God says that you can do a little bit, you can give a little more than you are giving. God's not expecting you to go to the moon and come back to say that you are great. Not yet. Maybe you go to the moon eventually. But the little you can do, do it. It will make a difference in the kingdom. Amen. And God will lose this as an opportunity to honor and bless you and set you high. Shout amen. Amen. I didn't hear your loudest amen. Amen. During the uh, first service, during the uh, first first service, we talked about Joseph. Joseph did a little bit more. He could have sat and wallowed in in anguish and wallowed in pain because of the way he he was treated by his own family members. His own brothers treated him, sold him, beat him up, tore his clothes and all that. He could have let the experience he had control his life forever. But Joseph said, no, it doesn't matter what has happened. I still have God and I still have my life. And I can make progress, I can move on. Can I have an amen? Amen. Joseph could have sat in self-pity. Look at me, a little boy. Look at where I am. I'm now a servant, uh, a a, a house boy in somebody's house. And then Potiphar's wife lied about him. He went to prison. He could have, every take of his life, he had reason to settle down and not to make any progress but joseph said no i will still do something else and do something more for god the next time we read about joseph he's now a prime minister can i have an amen Amen. with speed he moved up i see god moving up with speed amen Uh, he shouted your shot was very lame amen hallelujah amen i said god will move you up with speed amen you sit on chairs you never sat on. Amen. You walk with talk with people you never talked with before. Amen. You never dreamt you. You sit, you say, Hey, is that me sitting here? I see you on a surprise chair. Say, I receive it. I receive it. Are you there? Right. So now quickly, I want us to talk about David. Amen. Now, David's life also, we can never go through and finish it. But I need for us to, to look at two important scriptures. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 1 to 3. Second Samuel chapter 7, verses 1 to 3. Bible says, And it came to pass, when the king sat in his house. I see you sitting in your house in Jesus' name. Amen. You will build a house and sit in your own house. Amen. You will not be a tenant forever. You will be a landlord one day. That land you have built, you have bought, you'll be able to build and finish it. Bible says the king sat in his house and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies. May God give you rest from all landlords. <laughs> Say amen. So if you are being harassed every month, every, every six months, they increase the rents. 
when the landlord sees that you have done some small work in front of the house, he comes and increases the rent. Every time you paint your house, you come and increase the rent. When you go and buy a new car, ah, you are rich, he increases the rent. I mean, so you don't know what is happening, but you live in your own house. Bible says that God gave him rest. Rest. You have rest in your life. Anything that is troubling you, may God give you rest on every side. Rest from your enemy. Rest from people who oppose you and fight against your life and ministry. Now the next verse, verse 2. The Bible says that the king said to Nathan, the prophet. Now this is beautiful. David had a pastor called Nathan. No matter the fact that he was a king, but he had somebody who could talk to who he could talk about spiritual things. Can I have an amen? amen? Do you have a person of us when God elevates us? We don't have anybody who can counsel us. Nobody can talk to you. Nobody can, can, can advise you. Nobody can, can even correct you. My Bible says that King David talked to Nathan. The prophet said, See, now I dwell in a house of cedar. But the ark of God dwells within curtains. What a shame. Verse 3. And Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in thy heart, for the Lord is with thee. Amen. Amen. Now, this is very important. Now, let's look at another passage before I start preaching on David. Let's go to 1 Chronicles chapter 29. 1 Chronicles chapter 29. And... Um, you see, the whole of the chapter is talks about how David, how uh, Solomon was installed as a king, and the thing that David prepared for Solomon um, to be able to um, build a house. Now, I'm reading from the Message Bible, from verse ten. David blessed God in full view of the entire congregation. It's a beautiful passage. Listen, he said, "Bless are you, God of Israel, our Father, from of old and forever." To you, O God, belong the greatness and the might, the glory, the victory, the majesty, the splendor. Yes, everything in heaven, everything on earth, the kingdom of the the kingdom all yours. You've raised yourself high over all. Riches and glory come from you. You are ruler over all. Somebody shout amen. amen. Now look at it. It goes on to say, Riches and glory come from you, ruler over all. You hold strength and power in the palm of your hand to build up and strengthen all. And here we, here we are, oh God, our God, giving thanks to you, praising your splendid name. Now go down verse 23. Verse, um, yeah, let's just, um, I just want to do a long passage. Okay, verse 14. It says, but me, who am I? And who are these, my people, that we should presume to be giving something to you? Everything comes from you. All we are doing is giving back what you've, what you've been given from uh, your generous hand. As far as you are concerned, we are homeless, shiftless wanderers like our ancestors. Our lives are mere shadows, hardly anything to, to us, God, our God, all these materials, these piles of stuff for building a house of worship for you, honoring your holy name, 
It all came from you. It, it was all yours in the first place. I know, dear God, that you, are, you care nothing for, um, for the surface. You want, uh, you want us, our true selves, and so, and so on and so on. It goes on to say, I want to move to a particular verse. But you see, the point, what David is saying here is the fact that they were taking offering for the house of God. And David said, what we are giving is from you. Can I have an amen? Amen. It's from you. It's just like, it's already, you give us, you know, David had become a king. He never thought he would become a king. All his life long. He was just a shepherd boy. And he was looking at the sheep in the wilderness. And uh, even one day he was almost killed by a lion. Another time he was almost killed by a bear. But he fought his way through. And somehow, some way, when someone was sent to go and anoint a king, God had looked at, at, at David out there in the wilderness. How although he was looking at the sheep, he had time to, say, to worship God and, and to sing and to love God. And God said, I'm choosing this unassuming guy. This guy that nobody thinks of him as anything. I'm going to choose and make him a king. Because Saul had disappointed God. And God wanted a replacement. And of all the people that were around, the one one that God chose was David. May God choose you. I said, may God choose you. Today, nobody knows you. But I'm saying that if you can remain faithful, if you can remain committed to what God has given you, God will choose you and use you for his glory. Amen. I thought you would shout a louder amen. amen. So now, what happened? David has moved. He, after he, he, uh, someone anointed him, he got a job in the king's palace. Amen. amen. And he stayed with the king. The Bible says that in, in 1 Samuel chapter, 20, chapter 18, the Bible says that, and David behaved himself wisely. You know, when God promoted David, he didn't, was not filled with himself. He still remembered that I'm nothing. I am who I am by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. amen. All that we are, we are, is God who has made us who we are. So David was always humble in his heart. May you stay humble in your heart. Amen. May no elevation get into your head. Amen. May God never regret promoting and blessing you. Amen. I remember uh, the other day, my, my friend, Bishop Adu was telling me about one of the guys that he was went to bible school staying in his house and all that and and this guy finally after he stayed with him and went to bible school and came and now when he came back he said nobody can call me without first mention preface with pastor it's like you have to call me when when the wife calls him calls him assume he's called michael 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 said, no i'm from pastor <laughs> me a pastor michael i mean i, I was shocked I mean, he told Bishop Daddy that, you know, his, where he lives, the room where he lives, they bought a fan. He said, I don't like the fan. They should fix air conditioning there. <laughs> you don't believe what I'm saying. It's true. I was shocked. Said, Look, the guy said, no, 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 no. I don't want fan. That your master, your boss has ordered fan. He said, no, I don't want fan. I want air conditioning. Me a pastor, why? <laughs> Small elevation gets into your head and nobody can control you. What a shock. And it's a true story. What a shock. Mm, too bad. But David, he behaved himself wisely. Say amen. He stayed in the king's palace. 
He didn't, he didn't change his attitude towards God. He was not too busy for the house of God. He was not too, I mean, things were not, he didn't regard going to church, being an usher, singing in church as a low job. Sometimes we, we, we know how to pray when we're believing God for a job. We're always available. We do, but when, some, when God promotes and God blesses us, you don't join the choir anymore. When you marry, you are pregnant. You don't join the choir. Who says that pregnant people cannot sing? Keep preaching. Are you there? Yes. When you say, oh, why didn't you come to church last week? Oh, I'm pregnant. When I see yellow, I feel like falling down. When I see blue, I feel like somersaulting. Hey, pregnancy is not a sickness. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Don't let God regret blessing you. I'm preaching. Preach. I said, may God never regret promoting you. Amen. I will promote you to come. The Bible says that when you have entered the land, you are living in goodly houses. You should not forget the Lord your God who brought you to a good land. I see you going to a good land. Amen. So David is a good example of somebody mm. who walked with God, who was humble in his promotion. After he was anointed by Samuel, he went back to the wilderness. Mm. Until he, he, was, he got a, a phone call, was even out of coverage area. So somebody had to go and call him that. There's a job in, in King, King Saul's palace. And then he got a job. And he was humble. He played the music for King Saul. Amen. He was a gifted and talented person. In First Samuel chapter 17, if you have time to read it, you'll see all those things, all the attributes of, of David. His humility, his skill, his his, his, his strength in, in fighting and, and standing by, 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 by Saul in all that. And even in all the difficulties he had in the palace, he still was faithful to God and never spoke an evil word about King Saul. May, may nothing change you. Amen. I say, may nothing change you. Amen. Am I preaching to anybody there? It's very important. Sometimes we change so quickly. You wonder what, it, what is it about us? That, that, what, 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 what is, what's happening to you? Suddenly, you can't be advised. Suddenly, you cannot be controlled. Every little advice, you frown. You're walking out. You're leaving. I'm going to my Roman. I'm going to my Zion. What is wrong with you? Let's stay and save God together. Amen. Shout amen. amen. Anyway, we are talking about can't you do just a little bit more? Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Are you there? Yeah, I see God giving somebody a good uh, modern phone. Amen. Amen. And a big iPad. I somebody with a, a new laptop Amen. that you can use to watch the messages Amen. and enjoy the service that is going on. Amen. I can I have a loud Amen? Amen. Anyway, so quickly, the thing about David is when he became a king, one of the first things he did was remember the ark of God. He remembered the look. I, I'm, I'm not just a king. Theme. Look, let's look at the passage we saw, the first passage again in Second uh, Samuel chapter 7. Bible says that he was in his house and said that the ark of God is dwelling in tents. Now, even before then, David said, listen, I'm going to look for the ark. When he became a king, the ark of God was in the, with the Philistines. With the Philistines, that's where it was. Just look at the scripture. It says, uh, verse 2, keep it there. Then one day, King David said to Nathan the prophet, look at this. Here am I, comfortable and luxurious house of cedar. Hmm. And the chest of God sits in a plain tent. 
Now listen, David's first effort, he became a king, when he became a king, was to go and look for the ark of God in the Philistines' camp. He said, let's go and look for it. Let's go and look for it. Let's go and look for it. When God blesses you, may you remember God first. Can I have your loudest amen? Amen. When God promotes you, please remember God first. David said, I'm going to look for the ark of God. And he, the king himself, himself, he led the people. And they went for the ark of God. And they carried it with dancing. With dancing and and everywhere, dancing and praising God all the way. Until even his coat fell off. David said, listen, I'm not too big to dance in church. I'm not so big to shout and clap my hands in church. One day, I remember one, there was, a, there was a man in our church. He was very, very intimidating. Tall, solid, well-built guy. When you look at his face, you want to stop preaching as a pastor. His face will always intimidate you. He stands there with a, a certain, like, a, not a frown, but a certain uh, inexpressive face. Stand there, boom, like that. When they say lift your hands and put his hand in his pocket, give him a clap and put his hand back in his pocket. I mean, if you look at him, you are preaching, look at him. When you get to his ear, then he will look at his watch. He will let you see that you are looking. He's looking at his watch. It's like it's time to end the service. <laughs> it's such an So when you are preaching, you always move away from him because it was very, very scary. What a shock! And you know how the story goes. One day he came to my office and he said, when he came to my office. He said, I said, oh, when I saw him, I began to, I began to be nervous. He said, this diplomat has come to see me. What is what's the problem? I, he said, I said, sit down. And he sat down. He said, I said, what's the problem? He said, Bishop. He said, Pastor. He started crying. He. I was so surprised that this man can cry. This inexpressive man can cry. Not knowing a little girl has broken his heart. What a shock. What a shock. Are you there? And then, so when the guy, when the guy saw my little girl, I thought his mother had died or something big. Not knowing that a little girl has broken his heart. He said, please, pastor, he says, you will marry, she says, you will marry me. He, oh, I was so sad. At the point, I felt like crying. I said, this one is called the question. Why should I follow this boy and cry? Who the boy, who doesn't lift his hand to worship God? Dull brother like that. I won't cry. So after that, I, he said, I, I should pray. I said, I'll pray for you. I placed my hands on him. I said, Lord, please heal his heart. Now, I said, Lord, let him cry more. You praise God. You see that? Yeah. That, that side, did you, did you hear that the second prayer? I said, Lord, restore his life. I said, Lord, okay, next time you worship God properly. You worship God. A girl is making you cry. Anyway, so the, um, what I'm saying is that, you know, David, he was not too big to dance in church. The house of God was important to him. The work was important to him. What can I do for God? I'm going to bring the ark of God all the way from, from, from wherever it is back to the land. And he brought the ark. And the ark was kept in the tent. Put the king's back. The ark was kept in the tent. But David was in a beautiful house. He had built a beautiful house as a king. Luxurious house comfortable house and god wants you to have a comfortable house a house with air condition say i receive it i receive it are you there yes but david said it okay to him that let's look at where i am go back verse one second samuel chapter seven verse one the bible said when the king sat in his house and the lord gave him rest round about from all his enemies 
Now it's okay to David. Let me also do something for God. Is there anything else I can do for God? Can I do something more for God? Can I do a little bit more for God? I bought the ark of God from far. And now it is left in the tent when it rains. And then the whole place is wet. And the ark of God was there. And he is in his comfortable house. And David said, can't I do just a little bit more? Can't I do just a little bit more? That was David. I said, that was David. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So this is David. He He called his pastor and said, I, I'm not happy with where the ark of God is. My heart is slaying me. I'm not happy. The things are working, but the church is suffering. I'm going to do something. And the man of God told him, do whatever is in your heart. Amen. Nathan said to the king, go, do all that is in thine heart. For the Lord is with thee. David wanted to build a house for God. Amen. And then he started organizing, organizing, you know, organizing things and trying to build. But God said, no, 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 you can't build. You know, the point I'm making to all of us this morning, if you can hear me, is that you have come somewhere with God, but you can do a little bit more. David said, I can build, I can, I can, I can take care of the ark of God. I can do something else. I can do something more. So now David, you know, he, he began to organize to build. Sometimes we become so complacent after God's blessing. We become so, I mean, we, we are satisfied with ourselves. You're happy with what you have. It's okay. Let's take it like that. But look around you. Look at what you are doing in church. Can't you do just a little bit more? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Many pastors are complacent. We don't think about what can we do to let the church grow faster? What can we do to expand the, the, the center? What can we do to do whatever and so on? But David, not so. He said, I'm also thinking about God and about the house of God. I'm preaching. Preach. I said, I'm preaching. Are you so there? Don't switch off. Don't switch off and tell yourself that it's okay. It's okay. Let's take it. Let's take one day. There's a story. A very, I saw that. We heard, I think I heard my bishop talk about it the other time. About a man who was the chairman of the building committee in his, in, in, in his church. He was a rich man. And so the church decided that they're going to build a bigger building. This man knew that if they were giving, he was going to give so much. He was, he was going to be supposed to, because he was so revenue, he was a very rich man. And he, was going to, he, would be, he would be, as it were, forced, if you like, to give so much. So he opposed the project. So let's take the church as it is. We don't need a bigger church. We don't need any new chairs. The church is okay. I mean, he opposed the whole project until the project was abandoned. Sometimes one opinion, opinion leader, can hijack the work of God and destroy and stop the work from going on. This man opposed the project so strongly and so it was abandoned. In the meantime, he had built a huge, beautiful, uh, glorious, uh, humongous building on a hilltop for his two daughters. Young daughters, 12 years and 15 years. That when they grow, two of them, twin houses, these are for you when you grow up. And so he, when he finished, he took this teacher who didn't understand what was going on. Took them up to go and see what he has done. Enjoying the glorious thing that he has built for, for his children. On the way back, as he, he was driving them in the car, 
The children said, Daddy, 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 ice cream. They saw an ice cream parlor across the door. Ice cream, ice cream. So the man stopped his car and then opened the door for them to go and buy ice cream. So they went and bought the ice cream. Two of them, they bought uh, um, this type of um, ice cream, um, cappuccino ice cream and all that. They bought and then out the way, enjoying the ice cream, crossing the road. Here comes a 22-wheeler. Huge articulator truck. Almost from nowhere. Came with speed and swept these two girls off the road. And the girls were, the parts of the girls were littered on the road. The man sat in his car and saw his two daughters swept off in pieces of them. The man jumped out of his car running after the truck and picking the pieces of his children. Picking them. One limb here. One, the, 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 I mean, just pieces and screaming, screaming. Then the man himself said, as he went down, picking a little piece of one of his children, the voice of God came and said, you stopped my house from being built, but you built for your children. Let them go and live in the house. You oppose my work. Listen, it's dangerous to oppose the work of God. These are the man's own words after many years. Said that he heard the voice of God said, You stop my work. You oppose my church. You disturb them from building my church. Now you bid for go and sleep. Let them go and live in the house. My friends, never oppose the work of God. David said, I am blessed. I live in a good house. There's something, and I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that David thought about building. Because it was David who said, a day in your house is better than 10,000 elsewhere. I'm not surprised that David said, I'm thinking about the house of God. Because it was David who said, I mean, uh, David said in Psalm 122 verse 1, he said that, what's that, 122 verse 1, he said that, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of God. It's what David who said, I, I, I want to see the beauty of the Lord, the beauty in the house of the Lord in Psalm, Psalm 27. David always had the house of God in his heart. He loved the house of God. He loved the place where God dwells. He loved the place where the presence of God was and was interested in making the, sure the church works. May you love the house of God. Amen. May you love the things of God. Yes. May, the work, may the house of God be on your heart. Amen. I'm telling you, Bishop Toss, in my short life, I've seen people, they buy chairs for the church. I've seen, Lady Pastor TB told us several years ago at, at, at uh, Collegono, when Bishop said, we needed someone to buy a carpet for the church. He, she didn't have money. He said, I'm going to try. She came for it wearing chalewati. And then when I saw her, I mean, several years ago, I told her, I told her that, Madam, you see her, the bishop, bishop didn't call for prayer. Call for someone who buy a cup. I thought that she didn't understand, so she's come for prayer. Oh, I, I won't be. Just, I said no, no, no. Pastor says that carpet not for prayer. So please go back. So no, I want to buy the carpets. I was because when I looked at her from top to bottom, she looked like anybody who can buy afford a carpet. And truly, she couldn't afford, but she took the pledge and said, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. What can you do for the house of God?" She said, I'm going to do it. And then she bought the carpet. Look, and Bishop said that the following day, Bishop said, the little who buy the carpet, come back. Come, let me pray for you. And prayed for her today. God has blessed her with many businesses. I'm telling you, you can never outgive God. You can never beat God when it comes to giving. I tell you. 
She obeyed God. I've seen people by cares. I've seen people by cupping. In my bishop toss, in my shoulder, I also see people even build church buildings. I'm telling you, it's possible. They build buildings. Some are giving money. Bishop, they tell, they tell uh, a prophet, please, this is for a building for, for God. A building for God. Somebody hearing me, you can afford to pay for a building, $10,000 to pay for a church, whole church building. What a blessing it is. What a blessing it is. What a blessing it will be for your life. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. If you are not there, let it be in your heart. I said, let it be in your heart. Let me show you one scripture before we close. I'm preaching so well. I said, I'm preaching so well. Look at um, this very last passage. 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 7. 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 7 to 10. Very quickly, and then we close. Hallelujah. Bible says that, now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord. It was in the heart of David. Some of you, you do, can't afford now, but let it be in your heart. I said, let it be in your heart. Hallelujah. You might desire that, oh, if only I, I wish I can. And if you can, you can do it. But the father, God looks on the hearts. David always had a heart for God. The first, some of you are CEOs and whatever, but David wanted really to do it. Listen, I'm a king. I really want to, I really want to build. I really want to build. It was in my heart, in my father's heart, to build a house for the name of the Lord. Verse, the next verse. But the Lord said to David, my father, for as much as it was in thy heart to build a house for my name, thou didst well in that it was in your hearts. Did you see that? You did well because it was in your heart. You did well because it was in your heart. You did well because it is in your heart. What is in your heart? Some of us are so selfish. Are so inward looking. Want to do this for yourself. Well, but what can you do in the house of God? Can't you do just a little bit more? May it be your heart to become a pastor. Amen. To become a minister. To become a center leader. Because it is in your heart, you have done well. You have done well. Go looking at your heart. What a blessing. blessing. The next verse. Bible says, Notwithstanding, thou shalt not build the house. That's what God told David. But thy son, which shall come forth out of thy loins, Mm. he shall build the house for my name. Verse 10. The Lord therefore had performed his word that he has spoke, that he has spoken. For I am risen up in the room of David, my father, and I'm set on the throne. Amen. To build. Now listen, all I'm saying to you today, you know, is that it, let it be in your heart to do something for God. Amen. God will enable you. Amen. God will, you know, many pastors, many pastors have, be, have become pastors because their father, the parents couldn't become pastors. So I really want to say, my bishop says that he was told when he was a little baby, the father lifted him up and gave him to God. For said, oh, what I couldn't become, let my son become. I pray, I pray for myself also, that what I have not been able to achieve, may my children achieve it in amen. the hands of God. Somebody say amen. amen. May God bless and bless your children. May your children do more than you have done. David was not able to, was not permitted to build, but his son was able to build. Amen. And because of God perpetuated his kingdom, God said, because it is in the heart of David to build for me, I also establish, can make his kingdom forever. Today, go to Israel. 
the star of David. David is honored in Israel only because he had God first and was interested in the house of God and the face of God. May God perpetuate your kingdom. May God make your generations after you remember you. I said, may God remember you. May God help you. May God bless you. May God use you. May your heart be for God. May your heart be for God. May David said, I'm now a king. I'm a good house. But now, I'm going to do something for God. Can't you do just a little bit more? Some of you, you have to make calls. Call some 10 people. You can't call them. You can't, can't you do? You're always checking your, your, your credit. Oh, if I call 10 people, how much would it cost me? Can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you care for the house of God? God said, because it's in your hearts, it is in your hearts. I will bless you. I will bless you. May you love the house of God. May you love the things of God. May God, may, may, may God and the house of God be important to you. May you pray for your pastors. Pray for the church of God. May God bless every one of us who has it in our hearts to see the kingdom go forward. And I see the kingdom going forward. Amen. You know, maybe, maybe just as I am, maybe that's why Trump is, I mean, so it's part of all what you call mistakes. Because I don't think there's any American president who has pushed the church of God and under the way he has done. He'll take the Bible and lift it up. Whether you saw it or not, he'll lift. Which president has lifted the Bible in public like this? Which president will start and say, the Bible, take a picture. Which president? Tell me. Which president will say that if you can open shops and marketplaces, the church must also be open? Which president will say that? Which president will say that? So you may never know. You may never know why God blesses somebody. God is looking at our hearts. May your heart be right before God. Amen. May the house of God and the face of God be important to you. Stand up and let's pray together. Hallelujah. Amen. Close your eyes with me wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you. Everyone, every praying, everybody, put your hand on your chest and pray for a minute. Mm. And say, Lord, I pray. I yes. pray, I pray. Yes, may, your, may your house, may the face of God always be in my May yes, you be paramount. May you be first in my life. Pray. Kandorobo Shakabahataya Rama Kandorobo Sibra de Fesi Ikabababa Rakabahataya And also pray if you are grown up, pray for your children. May my children serve God. May my children do more than I have even done. May my children honor God in their lives. May my children become missionaries and serve God. Karanda Bakasu Malito Roba Kifandi. Pray for yourself. God, use me. Use me also. Use me to do things in your house. Not just this in politics. Not just this in MBC or MTP. May I do, may I save you and do things in your house. Useful in your house. Mando Kabato Sata. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Close your eyes wherever you are right now. I'm speaking to so many people in various centers and branches. If you can hear me right now, I need you to close your eyes wherever you are and I'm going to pray with you. I want you to let Jesus into your heart. Maybe somebody invited you to the service, but you're not born and you don't know whether you're born again or go to heaven or hell when you die. This morning, I want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I want Jesus to come into my heart. Say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday morning, this Sunday morning, I open my heart to you. I open my heart to you. I give my whole heart to you. I give my whole heart to you. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Be my Lord and Savior. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. Make me your own child. Make me your own child. I will save you. I will save you. 
I will honor you. I will honor you. I will live my life for you. I will live my life for from you. Today, from today, I belong to you. I belong to you. From today, from today, my life belongs to you. My life belongs to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For receiving me today. For receiving me today. From this moment. From this moment. I am born again. I am born again. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing me. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Let's welcome Bishop Toss to wrap up the service with us. God bless you.